Welcome to the Valley Point Podcast. Valley Point Church is a faith community located in Glen Mills, PA. Our mission is pointing people to real relationships and real significance. This talk continues week two of our series, Life Verse. Enjoy and thanks for listening. Well, today we conclude our Life Verse series. It's just a two-week series, and this is a fun way that we start our year here at Valley Point, where we encourage and challenge everybody to pick a verse or two that will help guide you through a new year. And I hope that you've taken some time to investigate and to search and to find a few verses. If you haven't had the chance to do that, don't worry You'll have the chance and the opportunity to take care of that today. So here's how this morning works. Kind of have it broken into three parts. I want to share a big idea with you and a decision-making principle. And these two things kind of work together. And then I have a panel that you see on the stage, and they're going to share with you the life verses that they have chosen for this year. And I think you're going to really be encouraged with what they have to share, and I'm excited about you hearing from them, so I'm going to ask them to share that in just a little bit, and then it will be time for you to pick your verse or verses, okay? Make sense? Here's our big idea for today, and that is manage your verse, and this is what I want you to be thinking about. Manage your verse, and we need to be thinking about that, not just today, but next week and in the next several months and throughout this year, we need to consider how we can manage the verses that we have chosen because it's one thing just to pick a verse. That's actually kind of an easy thing to do. It's an entirely different thing to actually manage that verse and allow that to sustain us through everything that we experience in a new year. So we want to think about how we can manage those verses today. Here's a decision-making principle, and that is everybody makes decisions. Everybody does. Often we don't do a good job of daily managing our decisions. So everybody makes decisions, right? We do this all of the time. We make choices every single day, all day long. Often with some of the bigger decisions in life, we simply don't do a good job of managing them on a daily basis, and so we kind of forget about them, and it becomes a distant memory. It's no longer driving and sustaining us. And so when we think about picking verses to anchor our souls, we want this to sustain us for a very long time. Let me share an example with you. It's a new year, and one of the biggest resolutions, which is a decision that people make, One of the biggest resolutions that people make in a new year is what? They want to lose weight. They want to exercise, right? That is a good thing. That is a wise choice. But what often happens a week or two in or a few months into the new year, all of a sudden there's no more exercising. Why is that? Well, I believe it's because we didn't manage that decision daily. We let it just slip by and we're no longer thinking about it. It's not out in front of us. So I read this quote recently from John Maxwell. It says this, the secret of your success is determined by your daily agenda. Successful people, here's what they do. They make decisions early and then manage those decisions daily. 
So think about that. The secret of your success is determined by your daily agenda. What's in that? Or you could also get on the other side of that and say, what's not there? That will determine some of your success. But here's what successful people do. They make decisions early, and it's still early in 2016, so we're tackling this at an appropriate time as we think about life verse and being successful with that. Successful people make those decisions early, and then they manage those decisions daily. And this is why I am so excited and encouraged and fired up about life verse, because it gives us a chance to do that, to be successful, to make a choice early, and then to manage that on a daily level. And so I want to encourage you as we move through our morning to be considering your verse or your verses and how you can do more than just pick that, I want you to think about how you can manage that. And again, this is why I am excited about Life First, because we get the chance to do this early in the year and pick something that can sustain us throughout 2016. Because here's the deal. We really don't know what's going to come this year, do we? We probably have a few things mapped out and a few things that are on the calendar, and maybe we're looking forward to those things. Maybe we're not. just kind of depends on what it is. So we may have some idea of what's going to take place in this year, but for each and every one of us, this is true. There are going to be some things that are going to happen this year that we just do not know yet, and there's no way to plan for them. You can't calendar these events And some of those things will make us very happy and we'll love them. And some of those things we will absolutely despise and hate because it will bring a level of pain into our lives that maybe we never knew before. So as we think about that, how can we manage that tension? Well, I think one of the greatest ways we can do that is to look into God's word, which is truth, and to pick a verse or two that is meaningful and memorable to us and to memorize that and then to manage it daily to get it out in front of us so that we can allow that to anchor our souls throughout the entire year. So I am so excited for you to hear from this panel because they have worked hard. They are taking this seriously. They have chosen some verses, and you're going to enjoy hearing from them. So here's our panel today. It's Stephen, Deanna, uh, Dave, my wife Tanya, and John. Will you help me welcome them? And and I want to let you guys know, they really have worked hard to find different verses. And what you're going to find as they share, it's kind of interesting. They each have chosen something that speaks directly to them. And each verse is different. Some verses are from the New Testament. Some words are words that Jesus spoke. Other words are words from other writers and authors. Some verses are from the Old Testament, the New Testament. It's just all over the place. And they have found something that speaks directly to them that's meaningful and memorable. So if you're here and you're wondering what's going on, what's happening, uh, I want to say welcome to Valley Point. And I hope that you have a great day if you've never been here before. What's going to happen is they're going to share their life verses, and then I'm going to explain how we can move in a little bit here, and you can commit to a couple of verses for this year that will anchor your souls. But if you're not comfortable with that, don't sweat it. Just take all of this in and enjoy what everybody is saying, and know that there's a verse or two that you can choose. Actually, in your program, there is a sheet that lists helpful verses, 
And if you haven't chosen anything yet at all, you're not prepared for this, you're not sure what to do, I would encourage you as we walk through our time today to look at that sheet because there's probably some words there that will jump into your heart that are meaningful and memorable and maybe you can claim them as your verse for this year. So feel free to look and search even while we're talking. So Stephen, let's begin with you. Share your life verses with us. Okay, my life verses come from 2 Timothy 2. Again, I say, don't get involved in foolish, ignorant arguments that only start fights. A servant of the Lord must not quarrel, but must be kind to everyone, be able to teach and be patient with difficult people. Gently instruct those who oppose the truth. Perhaps God will change those people's hearts and they will learn the truth. Go ahead. And these verses speak directly to me because I just feel so blessed in my life for everything God has given me. And I really want to get that across to everybody who I love, my friends, my family, my coworkers. And sometimes I've found that that's been very difficult for me. And quite honestly, I failed pretty, pretty badly in the past. <laughs> you are an engineer. This is what you do for your work. So you like to know how things work. You like to explain everything. But when it comes to issues of faith, that doesn't always work to argue, right? Yeah, in all my training, there's usually, in, in mathematics, there's usually one right answer. And, and to me, okay, I found the answer. It's in this book, and everybody should, should get that pretty quickly. Right. It, 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 that direct approach doesn't work. <laughs> it really doesn't. And where that really came home to me, it really clicked for me this past year as I was talking to a young lady at my work who suffered through some pretty horrific domestic abuse. Mm-hmm. And as she was explaining her story to us, She was talking about how her mother and father, who loved her more than anything, and her best friends who loved her, were so forceful and direct for her, yelling at her, screaming at her, telling her to get out. And what was amazing to me, that direct approach that I try to employ here, she said, that doesn't work. What really worked for her were the people who were there for her, who were kind to her, who were patient, who cried with her. And that really struck a chord with me. If I really, truly love people and want to be a servant of the Lord, I need to do what this verse says. I need to be kind. I need to be patient. I need to be there with them. Mm-hmm. And more importantly, for me, a learning from this verse is it says, perhaps, perhaps God will work in their hearts. So I need to be okay with that. God may not work in everybody's hearts. And I have to remember, it's not about me. It's about God. And that's what I learned. I need to trust God. Mm. So it's unique because these words talk about how a servant of the Lord must be kind to everyone. That's not always easy, is it? (laughs) No, no. (laughs) So God bless you as you work at that throughout this new year. John, go ahead and share your verses with us. Okay, well, um, Eric has uh, accused me of uh, um, this being the longest verse, life verse of anyone in Valley Point history. So (laughs) sit back, relax, and just bear with me. Uh, It's James chapter 1, verses 2 through 6. Dear brothers and sisters, when troubles of any kind come your way, consider it an opportunity for great joy. For you know that when your faith is tested, your endurance has a chance to grow. So let it grow, for when your endurance is fully developed, you will be perfect and complete, needing nothing. If you need wisdom, ask our generous God. He will give it to you. He will not rebuke you for asking. But when you ask him, be sure that your faith is in God alone. Do not waver, for a person with divided loyalty is as unsettled as a wave of the sea that is blown and tossed by the wind. Thanks for your patience. Um, (laughs) Really, why why I picked this this verse, um, I kind of took some time and reflected on 2015 and looked forward to 2016. And 
it, it, I look back at 2015, and, and I personally and my family had kind of a, a lot of additional struggles that we don't normally have. Um, and looking back, and I kind of reflected on how I handled that. And hopefully I can probably connect with many of the men in the group that, you know, it was, well, I can handle this. I can do this myself. Mm. You know, I'm, I'm going to fix this. Um, a little bit what Steve was saying, you know, we're fixers. Um, but then I realized, I looked back at 2015 and said, that didn't work out so well. Um, so really what, what, what this said to me was, ask our generous God. Um, he's there to help us. So that, that was kind of the, the first piece that really spoke to me. The second piece was, essentially the, the, the last part of the, the, the verses was, be willing to listen. Okay, And just, just asking God for something, you need to, to wait and hear the answer. It may come in many different forms. So I really need to ask God and listen for what God has to say through talking directly with him or working through others. Um, and then the last, the, the third piece of that, the, the, the verses, was really there is good and joy that can come out of struggles. And it's, there's been repeated cases where that has happened, but you forget about that when you're going through it. And um, it's hard to do when you're struggling. So um, anyway, so that's, that's kind of the, while it was long, there's a, a lot of stuff that, that spoke to my heart during that, in, in that verse. Since John has shared that in front of all of us, I think we're going to bring him back up in another 30 days to see if he can quote all of that without reading it from the Bible. So, Absolutely no chance. <laughs> yeah. All right, John, talk to us a little bit about some of the stress that you have endured that led you to these verses, because I think that will really connect with a lot of people. Right, and I think it, it probably will connect with folks um, a little bit. But, you know, life is stressful for everybody. But really, this, this past year, there were kind of three key things that really my wife and family faced, um, one, I completely underestimated. Um, uh, our daughter went off to college, and of course, she's sitting here now. <laughs> anyway, uh, she went off to college, and it, it kind of upset the dynamic. Sorry. It's, we're really happy for her, but it, just, it, it, was, it was an adjustment that we did not really anticipate. So that was, that was one piece. And then the, the, the second piece was... Um, at work, um, we, we all have stresses at work and everything, but um, during that time at work, w- during this past year, we had uh, a, my, I worked for a fairly large company, we acquired another company, and just the stress of that integration, acquisition, and there are a lot of people who lost their jobs, um, and that's going to continue in 2016. So that's a very stressful time. Um, I have people who report to me who will likely lose their jobs, I hopefully. With God's grace, I keep my job. Yeah. Um, but it's just, it's a very difficult environment. And then the third one, really, um, my wife Stacy and I have a, a special needs son. And it just, there was a lot this year around scheduling, um, getting him the services he needs. And just, it was, a, it was a lot to just get beating on us. So those were kind of the three things mm-hmm. that just, it kind of was almost a little bit of a perfect storm this year. So that's yeah. kind of why these words really spoke to me. Thanks for sharing that, John. And the unique part of your verses are uh, one of the phrases is consider it all an opportunity for joy, which is certainly challenging. So God bless you with your verses this year. All right, Deanna, share your verses with us, which are directly from Jesus himself. So let's hear these. My life verse is John thirteen seven. Jesus replied, you do not understand what I'm doing now, but someday you will. 
I chose this verse because it completely um, was with me this past year. There wasn't necessarily one situation in particular that happened, but I think being a college student and constantly asking God, why, why did this happen? Why did that happen? This um, life verse really challenges me for this upcoming year. And I know you've walked through a lot this past year, so share maybe just a little bit of that because it speaks to why you chose these words. Yeah, so like I said before, it was kind of a bunch of different things coming together, whether it would be not doing so well on a test or my grandfather passing away this past April. I think that all of those things together just... Mm had me questioning and being a curious person like I am I constantly asked why and this year I just really want to challenge myself and have God tell me why maybe not necessarily right now but in the life in my life verse it says someday he will explain it to me and I will understand someday so I think that I need to learn patience this year and just really trust God knows what he's doing he has a plan and whether I I'm happy with it or not happy with it right then and there. I'll understand hopefully soon or later why it happened and why God did that in my life. I appreciate you sharing that, Deanna. And I think it's okay to ask why. And I believe God even invites that of us because life is punctuated with hurt. And that will come into all of our lives. And so asking why is good, but being patient with that answer is the key. So being our youngest person up here, you are incredibly wise, and God bless you as you put these words into your life this year. Thank you. All right, Dave. Uh, Dave is going to take us to the Old Testament, and he has a very interesting verse, so go ahead. Okay, mine comes from the uh, book of Exodus, um, <laughs> chapter 4. Oh, they already saw it. <laughs> uh, no need to read it. We've got it. <laughs> Sometimes God has to use small words with me. Um, so uh, Exodus 4, uh, chapter 12, now go. Uh, and this comes out of the uh, teaching series that we've been going through, uh, the story, and some discussions that we've had in our life group about the story of Moses. Um, and in particular, um, where this comes from is after Moses had left uh, Egypt and it was a shepherd. Uh, and then God comes to him and rolls out the plan. This is what I want you to do. And I always thought the conversation at that point was really interesting. The back and forth that Moses had with God, uh, you know, a little hesitant to do what God asked. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, God, you know, say, hey, you know, I want you to do this. And God said, well, what if they don't know who sent me? Or what if they don't believe me? And God gave him uh, promises and assurances. Um, and he still wasn't sure. And what if, you know, what if they still don't believe me? And he gave him the ability to do miracles with uh, changing the staff to the snake and, mm-hmm. the, and the water to the blood. And he was still like, well, you know, I'm not a good speaker. Um, and so God even you know, provided his brother Aaron to speak for him. Um, and so for me, uh, I identify with Moses. You know, I, I, when God calls me, I make excuses too. And, I'm, and I might delay on what he's calling me to do. You know, I have my fears and my anxieties. I don't like public speaking. Um, <laughs> but God provides. And so interesting uh, to me is the chapter before this verse uh, in chapter 3, 10, uh, God lays out the plan, and then again, he says, now go. So for me, I guess it's a call to be a follower of chapter 3 when, mm. when God calls us to. And Moses was able to do great things. I mean, he delivered the nation. He wrote the Bible. He's a you know, great man of faith in the Bible. So when God, when God calls us, uh, he doesn't do so without equipping us. Yeah. Um, so for me, this verse is uh, 
just trust and obey and, and now go. Yeah. So I think it would be fun to have a competition between you and John to see who can memorize their verses faster. During the break, I said, go now. Yeah, go now. <laughs> it works. So I know, Dave, in order to go and to be involved in what God wants for us, you first have to listen. So tell us a little bit about how that's happening for you and what you've discovered about listening. Right, yeah, listening is a huge part of it for me. Uh, Again, in life group, whenever we talk about this, I say, well, geez, it was so easy. God was speaking to Moses. I mean, Moses heard God's voice. How how hard could that be? (laughs) It's not. I mean, he had burning bushes and and donkeys talking and stuff in the Old Testament. (laughs) It it seemed like it would be so easy, but obviously it isn't. And um, but I'm reminded that God still talks to us. I mean, sometimes we might hear his voice. Um, but Jesus says in John 10, uh, you know, he's our shepherd, and we are his sheep, and the sheep hear his voice. Mm. And also, as believers, he leaves the, the Holy Spirit within us, who is there to minister us and guide us. And so he, he is speaking to us today, um, whether it be through Scripture, like these guys yeah. have mentioned. He's speaking to us for comfort. Um, sometimes he commands us through... Um, uh, uh, voices in our head, a thought he might lay on our, a, a burden on our heart, mm. um, lyrics of a song through you know, conviction of a sermon or something. Yeah, he does speak to us. Yeah, so for me, um, now go, it means listening and just obeying and trusting what God's going to provide and going. Yeah, so now go. Now go. Do it. All right, Tanya, share your verses with us. Psalm 116, 1 and 2 says, I love the Lord because he hears and answers my prayers, because he bends down and listens. I will pray as long as I have breath. And I love the Psalms because they are real heartfelt prayers of people talking to God. And when I first read this psalm, it almost sounds kind of selfish because the psalmist says that he loves God because he answers his prayers. Um, But the more I thought about it, I love God because he answers my prayers. And uh, I have been praying for my kids since before they were born. Um, But in the last, uh, it's rough, John. (laughs) Um, The last two years, as uh, I have had kids go to college, uh, my prayer life has changed dramatically. Um, I used to not be a worrier, and I am. And uh, I have learned a lot. Um, In 2014, the life verse that I chose for myself was uh, Romans 8, 5. Um, And it says, but if um, your mind is controlled by the Holy Spirit, there's life and peace. And uh, when I chose that, I did not realize how much I would need that. Um, A friend made um, a bracelet for me with that verse on it, and I wear it frequently, and I say it all the time. The Holy Spirit controls my mind. There's life and peace. And for the Holy Spirit to control my mind, I have to have my life verse. I have to be in God's Word, and I have to be talking with Him. I have to be praying. So when I start to worry, I pray, and I read God's Word, and it really does make a huge difference. It does give me peace in my heart. Not immediately. Sometimes I say it over and over and over again, but it has made a huge difference for me. So see, Diana Deanna White, while you're off having fun at college, all of the parents are having a miserable time. (laughs) It's kind of the way it works. So, uh, Tanya, your verses have some interesting words in them. Yeah, the second verse says, he bends down and listens 
And uh, the actual meaning of that word there is that he stretches to listen to us. And as a mom, I love that wording there because uh, I still have two younger kids that I bend to listen to. And as a mom, it's a great privilege to bend down and listen to their funny little stories or their concerns, and it's very sweet. And I have a Heavenly Father who does the same for me. He bends and stretches to listen to my prayers and to hear my concerns, whether they are small or large. Um, God is there listening to my prayers and answering them. And I know that I can put my kids in his loving, (laughs) sovereign hands. And at the ending of that uh, second verse says, and I will pray as long as I have breath. And I think in that verse there's great hope because it's saying that God hears us and he will answer. So I can just keep praying. Well, I want to thank each one of you for digging and searching and finding verses that are unique that speak to each station of your life as men and women, as college, as a college student, moms, dads, workers, everything that you're involved in. You've chosen specific things to you. And God bless you as you integrate these words into your life this year. So will you help me thank them one more time? So there is a takeaway for all of us now, and that one takeaway is share. It's time for you to share your verses. They've done their part in digging and searching. Hopefully you've come ready to do that. If not, hopefully you've had a little bit of time to read through that helpful list or to open up your Bible and to find a verse or two that you can claim as your own For this year. Again, I'm so excited about today because I think this commitment time that we'll walk through over the next few moments is really vital for each and every one of us. And I believe this process of sharing our verses begins for us managing our verse daily. So, in this environment of love, there is some accountability here. Whereas we step forward and and write a verse or two down, there is a sense where that is on these displays now and we can look at that throughout the year and we can hold ourselves accountable to what we chose early in 2016 to just stand as a foundation to help us through everything that we experienced this year. I have the wonderful privilege of meeting with people all of the time that come into my office And often, when I know someone is coming, I will walk out into the hall where we will display our life verses for 2016, and I'll see if I can find their name. And sometimes I can, and I'll look at that verse just to get it into my mind that this is something I might be able to encourage them with, with whatever they're coming in the door, whatever concern they have that they're going to share with me. Sometimes I can't find that verse, and that's okay. I have other verses that I rely on and use, but I say that to you because this is not just an exercise. It's not just something to do. It actually is something that very well could sustain you through something that you don't even know is going to come yet. And so I want to encourage you to begin thinking about that verse now, and here's what the next few moments are going to look like. I'd encourage you on your talk note sheets there, uh, sheet there, there's a section where you can write down your life verse or verses. You can do that. In a moment, I'm going to pray, and then we're just going to have a quiet moment, 
kind of a God moment right here where you will be dismissed by Rose and you'll have the chance to come down front and write on the displays here your verse. I would encourage you for sake of time just to write down the reference and if you want to sign your name, that's fine, but you don't have to, no pressure to do that. If you'd like to just put down the verse, that's perfectly acceptable as well. If you're here and you're thinking, this is not something I want to do, I'm not prepared or I don't like the sound of this, that's perfectly fine. You can remain at your seat. We want to respect that for you. Just be courteous of the people around you who may want to move and get out and sign these boards. You'll see out in the lobby that there are life boards from the previous three years. And if you signed any of those, I'd encourage you to go out, look for your name, see if you can find your verse again. That might be a way to encourage you. If you're doing this for the very first time, welcome to one of our traditions here. We're not a traditional church, as I'm sure you know, but this is one of the traditions that we now have, where we just start the year by saying, let's think about a verse or a couple of verses and get them into our heads and allow them to drive us through this year. So I'm going to pray, and then you will be dismissed by Rose. If physically you're not really comfortable doing this or not able, if you just stick around for a little bit after we dismiss, we'll bring these displays to you. And you can sign them because we want you to participate. So will you pray with me? So Father, we come into this moment now. And we would ask that you would just use these next several minutes to help shape us. And to really define our year. God, we're trying to get out in front of some of the different things that are going to happen that we're not even aware of. And God, I think one of the ways we can get out in front is to have a few words from you that can guide and anchor us. So as we move through this time, as people come out and sign, God, I pray that this would be a memory that would last for a while and that you would take these verses that we write down and really burn them into our hearts and into our minds and that we truly would be able to use them. God, as we do this and as we even read scripture on the screen during this moment, continue to speak to us and to challenge us and to help us truly be obedient to you right now. We pray all of this in Jesus' name. Amen. Thanks for listening. We'd also love to have you join us on any Sunday morning as well at the Garnet Valley Middle School at 9.15 or 11 a.m.